You are listening to the Uncanny Cast. On a night such as this, when the moon is full, the sky is clear, and the monsters from the nether realm can roam freely. There is one movie that legend holds of its ugliness. With one look, it can bore you to stone. It can reanimate cardboard and make them act. Scenes so confusing that if in its presence for too long, the strong will go insane. This monster is so vile, so otherworldly, so utterly repulsive, its name causes a momentary stop of the heart. Water 2019, also known as the Were-Porno. <laughs> is, that, is that a poem, yeah? It's not quite a poem, but that's my, um, that's my kind of Vincent Price style... <clears throat> Um, like monologue for the start of this. It's pretty good, I liked it. And the reason I've called it a were porno, as you can probably guess, by the moon of the light, it turns to softcore porn. Yeah. <laughs> this this movie was pretty much softcore porn. Oh, Callum, Callum, Callum. What have we wrought on this world? <laughs> what evil have we uncovered? Well, we say that like we made the movie. We didn't make it. No, but we are bringing it into... The spotlight, the, the, the yep, because it would have just faded into obscurity. It probably yeah. still will fade into, <laughs> into yeah, yeah, obscurity. True. true. So, um, welcome everybody to the sixth episode of Uncanny Cast, hosted by the two people that can't podcast. Clearly, with myself, Don, with myself, Don, <laughs> and my beautiful co-host, Calm Eden Bow. Yo, what's up? How you doing? I'm fine, clearly less tired than you. Oh, fuck, man. I'm shattered, but <laughs> we're going to get through this. We're going to talk about this Oscar-worthy movie Which, right uh, here. It's it, it's not even worth a diarrhea dog shite. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And through researching this movie, I didn't realise how... Like, do you know how my theory of why this was made, which I'll get oh, into yeah. later... I was yeah, almost no. directly correct. Oh, were you? Yep. The movie that we are talking about today is, as mentioned in the lovely kind of intro that I did there, is Water 2019, directed by Philip Penza, who was born in Brooklyn in the 60s and 70s and had to apparently combat daily racism, eventually wanting to become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Through several projects, he created a company called Little Book, Little Film, LLC. Which is the fucking dumbest name ever. But the intentions of it is technically good. What it was made for was to help the nobodies in the industry. And Mm -hmm. he did this through becoming a very accomplished motivational speaker and consultant. It actually holds the patent to the docking station. Mm. See, like, the thing you plug your iPhone into? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, he holds the patent for the first one of them. Really? Apparently. Hmm. He's been involved in a couple of other movies that people may or may not have seen. 
his description makes him out like he's he's like making these really harsh kind of what's the term harsh kind of reality movies of like the harsh realities of everything that's happening yeah like the bad side of like this neighborhood and that i have never seen that yeah movies such as peach cobbler just leo we're gonna in fact do you know what we're gonna do i'm gonna name these movies and you tell me if you've ever even heard of them (laughs) and the audience can play at home so (laughs) peach cobbler never heard of it just leo never heard of it real blood the true beginning Never heard of it. Fire and Rain. Uh, maybe. It rings a bell. Movie Madness. Never heard of it. Bikini Body, Conscious Living. Definitely never heard of it. My Name is Nobody. Never heard of it. And here's where I come into the bad news. Water 2, The Cleansing. They made another one? They're making another one. No. (laughs) No way. It is in post-production. Oh, that is amazing. We need to watch it. That is fucking sickening. Listen, I'm looking forward to it. Do you ever just get that, that feeling of like pure utter dread? What? No. <laughs> How could you say that about this upcoming movie? It's going to be amazing. First one oh. was great. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I loved it. I bought it in DVD. Fuck off. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I'm j- To I'm be fair, we did actually have to buy this piece of shit movie. Did you not rent it? We did rent it, but we had to pay for it, should I say. Oh yeah, true. I forgot we had to pay for it. And this movie is so good that there is zero facts or trivia about it. None. none. No Nothing. wonder. There's not a Wikipedia page and there is no trivia on IMDb. No wonder. The main actors apparently is an all-star cast. A lot of them I haven't heard of apart from one. Uh, what was it, Lorenzo Lamas? No, what was it? What was the guy's name? Uh, oh, fuck no, it doesn't matter. I only he, remember one name. Which was? Big Brody? Big Brody, man. Oh, the he, big man. He was a legend. So, we have Adam... <laughs> fuck. Why am I so bad <laughs> at names, man? Adam... <clears throat> Berada... 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 Who? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Adam Berada? Something like that, yeah. Um... Audrey Beth, Big Brody, Legend, Samuel, Budimowicz, <laughs> Joshua, and Amy Faith. And I'm looking at these character names and I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Because I don't even remember, apart from Daryl, what everybody's name was. Mm-hmm. And of course, the detective, but I didn't know his name, I just knew him as Detective. This movie glosses over the character names, honestly. And even when they do mention the names, I forget. I don't even think it glosses over the names. It glosses over the story. Well, it mentions Daryl's name over and over again since the detective says it like 20 times. (laughs) That is very true. Quickly, we'll go through the synopsis. And instead of the way that we did the last episode, because this is a bad movie and nothing good can be taken from it apart from this episode. What? Don't listen to him. It's Oscar worthy, I'm telling Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) <laughs> we'll just <laughs> fuck off I'm, I'm genuinely mad about this movie really? like I was how, mad at first but have you, have you start? have you got uh, Stockholm Syndrome it's for this kinda, movie? yeah yeah it's kind of working on me actually really? I, I don't know yeah. if you're, you're fucking with me no I'm serious I was actually thinking about it like uh, when I was working uh, last night I was kind of thinking about it and kind of laughing to myself what? at some of the scenes it's it's starting to grow on you because it's funny or because it's a good movie 
Um, no, it's funny. It, it's memorable to me because it's funny in that bad movie way. It's not a good movie. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't. I can't say it's a good movie because it's not. We're sorry, Penzo. Wait, Penzo. There's like an Oscar thing, so there is, but it's like uh, the most uh, the most unintentional funny movie, but it wasn't made to be that way. I can't remember what it's called. But it's like all these bad movies win, o- win these kind of like Oscar prizes. Yeah. It's called something, I can't remember. The Golden Raspberry Awards. I am not sure. I'm sure we can just <clears throat> add it in on post. Yeah, I, I, need to, we need, I need to have a look, but... All these movies that are made, who that are supposed to be taken seriously, but end up just being so shit and rubbish, end up winning <laughs> these Oscars and that just for like the world's hilariously hilarious moving that when it's not supposed to be. It's hilarious. literally just the equivalent of like the this is a participation trophy. Basically, it is the only rating I can get at the moment is one point nine out of ten on IMDb. That is the context of because we've just been kind of waffling through the the movie, and but do, do you want to hear the summary that they've got on IMDb? Yeah, uh, yeah, go for it. This is legitimately what they have wrote. New horror movie, Water, is a, an original Philip Penza creation. Its unexpected twists and turns give a whole new outlook on swimming and bathing. In a rage of jealousy, Miss Leanne takes matters into her own hands and only to come up short. Now the water at this address takes on a life of its own. With an all-star cast along with Arizona's local talent, Philip Penza, and Little Book, Little Film, will keep you glued to your seats. <laughs> um, I would rather I would... drown in a toilet. Yeah. The the summary of that really overhypes it when it's it doesn't live to those expectations. <laughs> it's funny because I, 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 part of me wishes that I just went into the summary and it was just a guy like kind of doing the, I don't know, like it's just a photo of like the, the stock image of the old guy just being like, I don't know. Or uh-huh. or like one of those like copy pasta like text art. It's just like someone sh- shrugging their shoulders up. Aye. Um. So I guess that we can do this is get into the synopsis and fucking slate the shit out of this movie as we do so. Oh, uh, well, I've got nothing but good things to say about this movie. Okay, then you can you can combat maybe all these things that I'm going to say. Right. It begins with a man doing the dirty on his wife. And he's getting her to suck on his belly button. And I say that because they are in the scene. She is pushed down when his wife walks in and finds him. His trousers, his shorts aren't down in the slightest. And she is held at his belly button the whole time. Yep. She was like digging out all that fluffing. <laughs> what, with her tongue? Yeah. Just... <laughs> oh, that's fucking gross. Just getting out of that. Getting some enough, enough, enough. <laughs> His wife comes in, catching him, and the passion of the belly button. Shit. Yep. With two C's. She really wanted those. Uh, she wanted fluff. that fluff for herself. Yeah, she wanted that fluff all for herself, the greedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you tell her. Uh, well, I'll tell her, don't worry. 
enraged, she attacks and falls into the pool, drowns, but it doesn't show you're drowning. She falls in, she's pregnant by the way, I, f- I failed to mention that, but she falls into the pool and drowns instantly. Well, in- instantly, but it's like a body hits the water, then it's cut to her dead. Yeah, so imagine uh, like, you know how in those old Sonic games, you go into knee deep water, you just instantly die? Yeah. And lose all your rings. That's what happened to her. <laughs> that, that is what happens to her. He's then convinced by his mis- mistress to dismember her and burn her, which she jumps to immediately. Oh, uh, and remember the slap she gives him? Bam! And it's like, it doesn't even touch his face, and then it's just like a slapping noise in post production. Yeah. It's hilarious. I guarantee I'll add it in on this episode, and I guarantee it's almost the same sound. It's almost the same thing as the turning. Mm-hmm. Where they use the stock um, scare noise. Oh yeah, yeah. He then decides that there should be no witnesses because now he's a psychopath as well. He manifests an axe out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, like so. For context for this, he has both hands on her like hips, and then it zooms up on his face a little bit, and it's was it he says something like no, no witnesses. witnesses, and it <laughs> like a cartoon the axe just like. Goes from the bottom of the screen up to the middle, like it's a sl- like one of those kind slashers, and then, oh, and then it it plants that in her face. But what I love is the fact that Axe <laughs> kind of comes up and it's like, "Hey, buddy!" It's doing yeah. like the it's like it's just missing the cartoony face. Yeah, bear in mind this the 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 frame before before the zoom in on his face. There is no axe to be seen. There's nothing on the ground or anything <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere, and he has his hands on her hips. So, where he got that axe from, I don't want to know. You never know. From his belly button. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that. Maybe he's got like the the Mary Poppins of but uh, buttholes. Maybe he's got the Mary, <laughs> the Mary Poppins of belly buttons, and he's just like there's just a ladder, there's a car keys, there's uh, clearly an axe. Yeah. You never That's, know. Yeah, it's an emergency fire axe. <laughs> we all need one. Yeah, the one you, it's the one that you want. <laughs> The one that I want? Yeah. Remember you sent to me, you wanted a fire axe? Oh, yeah. What, to, sa- to save myself in case the, the house goes on fire? Yeah, yeah. Or hey, reenact The Shining, I don't know. You know, you, you never know. If, if we get if we get stuck in the house for too long, you never know. I might, I might just... Uh, it'll be us get ready to record the podcast, and it's just all work, no play, make Don a dull boy. It's just mm-hmm. me doing it over and over and over. <laughs> He, after after he burns both the bodies, he pours the ashes of his sexual escapades into the pool. For some reason, who the fuck does that? No idea. You now can't use the pool unless it gets filtered. And then Daryl, who is his um, was is he a caretaker style thing? Yeah, he's the he's the caretaker of the the mansion basically. And do you know what he loves? The plants, plants. the pool, the bush. The fireplace. And it, yeah, I, I almost forgot the fireplace. <laughs> and that's the thing. We're, we're saying all this thing, like, again, we're going to go on the assumption that you have seen this movie. I don't know why you would see this movie, but we're going to go on the assumption. That is, he says that at least six times. That he goes, but sir, what about the pool? The plants? The fireplace? And it's just like, is that the only thing you can think of? Well, technically no, because he also has a, a pension for celebrity impressions. Oh yeah, he's really good at. Oh, who's 
Who was it? He did um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Jay-Z. And Jay-Z, yeah. <laughs> and the Jay-Z one just comes out of fucking nowhere. It does. Oh, um, he was cleaning the car, wasn't he, when he does it? Oh, it's like the... It's literally like a copy and paste of a scene of him. Like, probably just the camera was rolling on him and they weren't actually filming and it's just him doing a Jay-Z impression and then it cuts away. Yeah, There was and... nothing. It meant nothing. Literally, this whole movie is <laughs> we, actually... We need to make the movie at least one hour, 30 minutes somehow, <laughs> so we'll just throw it in. <laughs> just like, <laughs> actors, can you please just all improv? <laughs> yeah. It's like, we only have 20 minutes worth of content here. <laughs> yeah, like the whole thing was twenty minutes, so they just threw in random shit. And then, and then, fucking Daryl, the big sweetheart that he is, is just like, okay, I'll just, I'll just walk around the house then, and you can just film me doing that. Yeah. Um, he's questioned the the house owner who killed his mistress and his wife lies to the police with a psychopath sees that is not established that he's any kind of psychopath, and he does it with zero emotion. Mm-hmm. The next morning, well, the detectives, sorry. The detectives then interview Daryl for the first time. And this is the only part of kind of social commentary, or this is the only part of the movie where it actually has something to say mm-hmm. in terms of them interviewing Daryl. But it's not even... Because I guarantee that is what he was wanting to put forward, that the detectives instantly... They, they ignore the husband and go for the, the kind of black gentleman of the house trying to insinuate that he was guilty. Yeah. And I guarantee that was what his vision for the movie was, just because of his upbringing, in terms of facing that every day. Mm -hmm. But the way that he kind of shows it in this movie, like, if they they were to look at the husband, they would go, yeah. But then later in the movie, a bunch of people go missing, and he's the only kind of connecting dot to all these things. So he kind of makes it like, oh yeah, this is very plausible. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because he's there. He's there every single time someone goes missing. But it's the way it, it's the way to do it, though. You think, or oh, if you want to play along with it, then the husband would be like against the caretaker, but he's not. He's not really bothered by him at all. Mm. While the detectives are. Like pursuing Daryl as the probable suspect. I don't know. I feel like if he was a psychopath and to the cause, then he would have fully shifted the blame onto him. No being passive about it. And then how many years would go by? Is that a year? Calm. Uh, you think it was a year? Shit like that. It was a year. <laughs> Let's just it, say it, it's it, a year. It was no. It was a year. Definitely. It was one year, and you find that Daryl is still working there. Yeah. And nothing's came of it. It, it, it is that thing when it's like. Of course, you're probably you've probably got something to say, and fair enough if you get something to say. I'm not. I'm not. Obviously, if if directors have something kind of to put forward, absolutely put it in your movie and try and convey it. But the way that it's done, it literally is like you are here at every single one of these disappearances, and you've not seen a thing. Like you've not seen a thing, and like nine people are dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A uh, the the homeowner receives a phone call. And he has won a whopping eleven million pounds for his dead wife. Yeah, was it life savings or something? I believe it was life insurance. 
life insurance. They explain it in the movie, but technically you shouldn't get life insurance because it's not proven that she's dead. Yeah, she's only been missing for a year. Of course, the homeowner celebrates in the only way that he can think of, and that's Shaggy's secretary. Yep. They decide to do some bunga bunga in the pool, and uh, before the black and white ghosts apparently appear in the pool, attack her, pulling her away, and ripping his dick off as it floats on top of the water. Yes, it's not not an exaggeration. They actually show you as well. They show you his little shiitake mushroom just floating on the water. Yeah, they show it floating away. And it's just, it's just like, oh god, I don't even know. It's like, yeah, it's a comeuppance, but you've only established this character in the first fucking ten, like, ten minutes. Who, the husband? Uh-huh. No, I felt like, uh, I felt like the husband was on screen for way too long. Because usually those scenes, it's kind of like introductory to, yeah, this is what's happened in the house for it to be haunted. Fast forward a couple of years, here's the new family in the house, and now they're going to get haunted by spooky shit. That's usually how it works. But no, it, like, it was about him and other pointless stuff for way too long, I felt like. I would agree with you because there was a lot of pointless shit, but I don't think he was on for too long. Because it kind of establishes a pattern that's going to happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, is that credit? Is that credit to the movie? I don't know. Is that credit or, I hear? Or maybe maybe because the scenes were so pointless before it, it felt like it was on for too long. I don't know. <laughs> now you're talking about it was a year later. I probably it felt like that by the end it of did. the movie. <laughs> it did, but it genuinely did say one year later. I know, I believe you. I'm just fucking with you. Um, I'm not after- crazy, I promise. <laughs> this movie hasn't made me crazy well I'm going to just not say a word about my mental state after this movie because <laughs> I can I can feel I can hear the people that are going to commit me very soon uh, and a random couple shows up at the house for no fucking re- what was that about? like the oh. random couple that come into the house get naked and swim in the pool oh I have no idea they may have been like neighbours or something who were friendly with them they, so, they were just random they, they, yeah but that was not established it's not established who these people are and it literally just seems like an excuse to have a girl with big tits on camera they were fake big fake tits on big camera big fake ones yeah big brazza bad boys <laughs> brazza bad boys right man <laughs> um um at the and it was no point, and they play a game of like naked Marco Polo in the pool, and then she gets pulled under, and it moves on. Is it just to establish that the pool is killing people? Uh, well, yeah. They need to show that it's somehow haunted, right? But Even did they not they establish that. that by like pulling the girl under and ripping the guy's dick off? I know. It was just pointless, pointless kills, I, I suppose. Maybe, maybe the director read something like, if you're going to make a horror film with ghosts in it, you, mean, you need a minimum of nine people dead for it, for it to be successful is that so, in the is that in the laws yeah that's in the how to make a good horror film book oh, fuck I, I literally think he just went like that to his assistant going and read this and she gave him the fucking cliff notes <laughs> yeah like her side notes if she wanted to add to it <laughs> yeah um, I don't know I feel like a woman could have probably did a women director could have made this so much better to be honest but honestly I think any other director yeah anyone Tommy Wiseau would have made this better oh yeah well he made the master the masterpiece anyway so he can retire so it's fine 
Um, the new and main family move into this mammoth house. It is fucking huge, and the salesman does not fail to mention at every point that he can about the view and the things that come with the house. <laughs> yeah, this is so funny. Me and Callum watched this and count- we-, we never got to counting it, but it was at least, how many would you say, about 12 times he says uh, them? Maybe a bit more than that. I think it was at least 13 or 14, 14 it is times. unbelievable. Because you're just, I, I was just watching it, and every time I did it, I was just getting wheezier and wheezier, like laughing, and nearly passed out. Yeah, it was pretty. Fun. And when we thought when we had given up, like, oh, that's it, we won't hear it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he would say it again. It was just, it was just like, like the next part that we're going to talk about. So what comes with the house is the house itself, furniture, two cars, a helicopter, and of course the dreaded pool. Ooh, and the view. Don't and the, the view. Oh, the view. And the caretaker who loves the plants, the pool, and, and the, the fireplace. And the fire. The, the daughter of the family either jumps in the pool or is like kind of pulled into the pool. It's not really established, she's just kind of in the pool somehow. And um, one of the ghosts pushes her up, ensuring that she doesn't drown. The, the wife jumps in, the salesman jumps in to save her, the husband has a wee moment of basically he just kind of freezes, he doesn't know what to do and um, the salesman then gets out of the pool while the daughter is like half drowned, the mum is freaking out and goes so back to that view and just (laughs) sells the fucking house it is unbelievable and then then the the husband just goes, don't worry mate you've got a deal don't worry mate, we're buying the house he's like, like, thanks very much like what? Your daughter nearly died and you're just like, so back to that. Well, the the daughter of the family you're trying to sell to nearly died and you're like, but what about that view? <laughs> well, he's a salesman, isn't he? He really wants to sell that house. He wants just to give money. it a minute. Give it a wee bit of cool down time. But for him it made him look badass. Because <laughs> he just got out of the pool, just ignored the fucking... Yeah, but he dived in the pool, saved her daughter, got out again and then was like, so back to the view. So do you think that's why he did it? Because he was like, oh god, if I save this child, I've sold the house. Probably, yeah. (laughs) He was thinking about his bottom line. Yeah. He probably was, to be honest. That's also that's what salesmen are famous for, right? Oh, controversial. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get uh, some letters from the salesman community. I know. Salesmen and women, salespeople. Sales peeps. Sales sales yeah, sales peeps. Sales peeps. And after either days, months, hours, or anything above, the wife begins to notice some spooky happenings around the house, of course. This includes taps turning on and off, chairs moving, and lights flickering. That's it. Yeah. It's fucking nothing. It's less than paranormal activity. I feel like it was a it was a subtle nod to paranormal activity. It's like, oh yeah, we added these scenes in and uh for the, the spirit of paranormal activity. I don't know. I'm I'm like looking at this and if if they were trying to copy paranormal activity, I guarantee they did it with a blindfold and with a head injury. But I feel like the director went, uh, what can we do for spooky shit? Uh moving chairs will be cool, right? Because paranormal activity got away with fucking pots and pans swinging <laughs> in the wind slightly. 
they 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 made pots and pans swing in the wind slightly, so that's scary, right? People think that's scary. Yeah. And uh, before uh, like his assistant could say yeah or no, he's like, "Yep, that's that. We're doing that. It's a good idea. I mean, I came up with that idea, so it's good." It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you have actually just like made me think about something there. Do you think he like filmed the scene and then showed it to his crew and and just kind of did the thing where he's just holding it out and he's got a big smile across his face and he's kind of going, "Huh." Huh? Right? Yeah. And all right. of them are just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yay! Oh, wow, you're so wonderful! And they're like, uh, when's my money coming in? <laughs> Who, the directors like that? Or no, the, the, the staff. Because right. yeah. he's working to make this masterpiece and they're all working for the weekend. That's true. Wait, did... Uh, who actually owns the house? Did you find it out in trivia or anything? I, but as I said, there was no trivia. Oh, was there not? Damn but, it. Um, I will get into that kind of side after I've done the synopsis because mm. me and you are going to bounce some theories back and talk about what we talked about while watching it. Her extremely English boyfriend, of course, doesn't believe her. You always need a sceptic. But, regardless of this, a priest is called and um, the strategies only continue, including the priest himself. priest is a legend also. The, the priest is... Like, including him and Daryl are the best things about this movie. Daryl's a fucking sweetheart, and the priest is just insane. It, it, it is fantastic. He's um, he's got blonde dyed hair. He's got face tattoos. He is a mix of every like major and smaller religion. It is just amazing. He walks about with a crucifix and a star of David. And when he's asked, like, kind of, well. What what's your kind of what's your deal? He goes, uh, uh, what was it the husband said? Are you are you um, Jewish? Yeah. Are you Christian? And he goes, all of the above and more. All of the above and more. Yeah, Judea, uh, Judaism, Catholicism, and a few other things. I think, I think you mentioned Sikhism as well. I, I, he's just a mix of everything, and he is fantastic to watch on screen because he's just so bizarre. I'm not gonna lie, right? See, uh, well, he's blessing the house. Uh-huh. In blessing the pool, not I'm not lying. That's some good ASMR. <laughs> How? I don't know. I just imagine that it'd be good for ASMR. Just what because call he's that kinda, out because he's kind of just going. Yeah, he's like swinging his his uh, thing with smoke coming out of it. He's out. What is it like? Sage? I think it's sage. And he's yeah. talking in tongues. He reaches the pool after blessing the house, and the spirit kind of just knocks him over. Um, a slow motion falls and apparently cracks his head. The husband finds him and goes to tell his wife. His wife comes out the shower and um, then the husband tries to have sex with her yep. while the priest is downstairs possibly dying of a concussion because there, sh- there was a lot of blood. Oh, there was. So, like, he's probably, like, s- severely hurt even though he, he pretty much just walks it off the next morning. Um... But then he's like, oh, is this, is this, is this time for for me to get dick wet? And his wife is like, no. No dick wet. Not in this household. Because taps are turning on and off. Plus um, there's a priest. And there's a priest in the house. And apparently so, the daughter's in the house fucking somewhere. Yeah. The movie, from what... You don't see the daughter with for 40 minutes. You don't see her scene. literally until the movie needs her. Yeah. And she's grown and, up. Uh yeah, but before she grows up, it's like it shows you her 
in a in our bed, and twice, yeah, and for and the two times that it shows you, days have went by at this point, and she's it's still showing you her in her bed. It's like, is somebody going to check on this fucking child? I know. He's like, this child did try and swim in this pool and nearly drowned, and then it's been in his bed for like a month. Yeah, and no one's saying anything. Um, but yeah, the the priest is invited then to stay with the family. Of course, who has a bit of the the priest is then invited to stay with family because of his concussion. Yep, and is then woken up and taken away, taken away by the H two O based demon. The wife and husband discover that the priest is missing and the family kind of half ass look for him. Phone him a couple times and then just fucking move on. <laughs> yeah. Because the, hus- the husband's like, oh, he, he probably just left. It, like, I, no, I haven't seen him. Why would I check up on him? And the wife's like, he has a concussion? Yeah. You fucking psychopath. It's like, you probably, you may have a dead priest in your house because you're just like, I don't know, making fucking, uh, what are those, Pop-Tarts? Yeah, Pop-Tarts. Um, question mark? Pop-Tarts? What's the question mark? I don't know. Is it the question it? mark about what's on the Pop-Tarts? Uh-huh. Jism. Um, it's just, it's just, just no, spooky, like, spooky ghost coming. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it's a spooky ookie cookie. Spooky. <laughs> 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 uh, um... Oh my fucking god! What is this movie? Why did why did I even find this? I feel like it was fake. Well, it was you came up with it. So, do you know if I was to imagine this story and I wanted to retell it in some kind of movie of my own, I feel like this would be my Dante's Inferno, and you mm-hmm. would be my um oh god, what's his name? Vero, like yeah. the guy that's basically walking me through hell. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. just us going through this movie. I'd say that's pretty accurate, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, the detective, of course, returns and interviews Daryl. Hmm? Daryl, really, in this movie, up until now, has very little significance to the story. He's just kind of there to tend to the plants, in the pool, in the fireplace, in the bushes, and uh, be pinned with crimes. So... The detective walks up to him, and every time he interviews him after there's a new person dead, I swear to God, he just says, "We should stop bumping into each other like this." Uh-huh. He says, he says it at it. least four times. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, what? The the director wrote this movie. Uh, the director wrote this movie as well. Did he just like press like Control V, constantly? <laughs> control C, Control V. Literally, oh, it's yeah. it's like Groundhog Day. Well, let's call it Dog Shit Day. Um, oh, what's happening? Oh, okay. Sorry, my my thing wasn't letting me scroll down there. Oh, weird. Oh my god, it's some H2O-based demons! I know, some water. That's what it is. Water. <laughs> Fuck, there's water on my keyboard. Make sure there's no tap water in. <laughs> Daryl has some kind of psychic ability, or he has some kind of sense of smell, for people having sex. Anytime there's anyone having sex in the house, he's there. He appears. Just to kind of make it slightly awkward, like, oh, the caretaker's going to see us having sex, and he's, like, looking through the door, 
as they're about to have sex on the table, and apparently their daughter's just walking around. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. She's just in her bed the whole time. I think she's been sellotaped to that. I think we need an investigation. I know, I think we do. I think the detective, who, by the way, the detective is from missing persons, and he takes it upon himself to be become homicide. That's true. Because he's investigating murders. This isn't your thing to d- you're only missing persons. It does say that at the start. And his partner doesn't show up for the rest of the movie. His partner's in the start and then he's just gone. I think he... Does he not appear later on in the movie But when they're in the office? Does he? Yeah, they are... Like, the cops are, like, are in their office trying to figure it out at one point and then that's it. You don't see him again, ever. Weird. I don't, I don't even remember. I, I just think I had like some kind of blackout. <laughs> Maybe. Um... I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Uh, that, that that scene definitely does exist. Maybe I've got the order of it wrong. Maybe it happens way before. But yeah, so Daryl has some kind of sick sense for smelling hanky-panky, and, but he doesn't have the nose for demonic water murder. Nope. Where people are dying all around this property, and he sees none of it. But any time there's a horizontal hokey-cokey, he's there. Yeah, he's there looking through those uh, cloudy, glass-paned doors. He's just like, what shape do you want your bush? He does <laughs> yeah. actually say that, by the way. I know, he's, he's like looking through, like, hello, you, are you in there? Hello, are you, are you in there? And it's like, you can see through that, you know they're fucking. I know, you can see the and shadow and that. Everybody bear in mind how many times we're talking about sex in this movie. That is exactly why I've called it the were-porno. The were-porno. <laughs> by night it becomes smut um the the family the the, the family ah! <laughs> it was that noise that i fucked with <laughs> oh, i just stretched again so. um the family continues to fuck around the house the the child is still nowhere to be seen as always but anytime that they show the bed you can't even see the child in the bed you just kind of see a bump in the 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 blankets and say the chair moves or the door shuts, just establishing that the just, the ghost has some kind of connection with her. Yeah, it's just the basic stuff. Uh, the what paranormal activity does, but they do it in this movie to establish that the ghost is essentially looking out for her. And obviously, it's probably like that because she was pregnant with a young girl, or yeah, she was just... pregnant with a girl. And basically is taking it upon herself to become kind of the godmother to this yeah, child. mother, yeah. Um, it then cuts to eight years later. And um, this is where the movie just goes off the fucking rails. Because it goes was from it nothing happening. It was eight years, yeah. Holy shit. And for the first time, it establishes how the family bought this house. For the first time. And... Ironically, the husband is what is he kind of like the producer of movies, or he's kind of the person that like I don't really know what he, he's involved in the movie making process, and I guarantee the fucking movies he makes are at least more competent than this. Probably, I actually don't remember. Um, he's like the producer, or he's the person that basically greenlights ideas. It, mm-hmm. It's something like that. And I thought um, he was an investor, maybe. Maybe you're right. Is that not what a producer is, really? Uh, a producer kind of, like, goes all, like, it? the idea of that movie, and then they, they kind of fund it. Oh, so? And then they I do nothing know. after that, and then just put their stamp, like, they did something. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> going to make all the producers mad. I don't know. I don't think that's what it is. Because then, in that case, uh, the producer in Star Wars would be just Disney, since they funded it and bought it. Hmm. When that's Maybe. not the case. Um, I don't make movies, man. I don't know. This is a fucking legal trap hole. <laughs> like, um, I, there's going to be like a red dot site on my head, and it's going to be some fucking producer. Take just this bitch. Take the shot. <laughs> take the shot. Is that your? Is that you trying to take me out? No, I'm like I'm role playing as a producer. All right. I thought you were trying to take over the podcast. Oh no, no. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was role playing as like the producer. I will be the, the one and only host of Uncanny Cast. Take the shot. Take, take the shot. But uh, the sniper is like the, the assassin's death. So I'm like, I'm like, take the shot. Take the shot now. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine him as deaf and blind. <laughs> yeah. Take a shot. And they, they end up just like blowing each other away. <laughs> a bit, whoa, whoa. Not blowing the... each other off, blowing each other away with guns. Oh, right, okay. Moving on. The. <laughs> that was a fucking weird tangent we just took. I know. That was a dark look into our personalities there. I know. I don't know. Should I keep that in? Aye, fuck it. It was good fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, of course, falling into the trap of the previous homeowner, the father is cheating on his wife with his secretary for the first time. I'm going to make the caveat: female secretary. Mm-hmm. And it will be apparent soon. I called it though. I seen so as soon as I seen that. I, I was didn't, like, I, I had no clue it was coming. It took me by that. such surprise. As soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, he's he's doing the dirty honor. And I was. Oh, like, you mean yeah. he's doing the dirty honor? Okay, I f- I thought you meant the next part. Oh no, no, no. Um, so he is boinking his female secretary. Also, <laughs> if you try, if, if you noticed, I'm trying to use as many words for sex as I can. Yeah, so it's not just me like sex, boinking. sex, boinking. He's boinking as a secretary. His wife walks in, then they're all fucking lovey dovey. Then they start making out in front of the secretary, which is awkward as shit. Yeah, it was. Um, then as he walks out, he's like, "Well, we aren't done here, then." And it's like, dude, your wife could be just like right outside. It's like she didn't. He barely walked through the door, and you're already like getting your knob slobbed. By like new person. Um, like, the wife was in her right, man. She was looking for the wee people. She was looking for something. <laughs> she was a voyeur. <laughs> yeah. Um it then moves on and the, the then the daughter begins to appear magically when the movie needs her. It's then established that she is a conduit for said um said water demon. Ghosties. And uh, well, point and scream at the dad in our best Norwegian black metal voice. You're not my mummy. Kind of that kind of thing, basically calling him him out to be uh, a cheating bastard. Yeah, a cheater. The continues to show them like going with the assistant but he's not only going with his female assistant because it's been established that he um has a wife a beautiful wife he is with the secretary 
who is female, mm-hmm. then just a curveball. Like, fair enough if that's what they're going to just it took me by such surprise he's then also cheating on his wife with the male doctor he works with yeah I just but, did not expect it um it was a size uh, can't talk it was a surprise to me because I thought you were about to say it was the size of and I was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> no uh it was a surprise to me because they sort of just throw it in last minute yeah it's like it's not even like can it, I was about to say it's not established earlier. Nothing's fucking established earlier. All the there's, characters just kind of somehow know each other. Yeah. And it's they, like off camera. It's like the movie goes out of its way to establish that he's a raging heterosexual and then before you know it, I don't but know. It, it's, it just, it, it's this movie where everyone in the movie is like, it's extreme. It's an extremely kind of, all the characters are all heterosexual. This is a very swing dick kind of hypocritical fucking masculine sex movie. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing, there's no, there's no kind of very apparent gay characters. Mm-hmm. There's not, not, nothing like that. It's very, it's very um, like one-sided in that way and then it just like throws it in from nowhere. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't, we don't even know who the Doctor is. We don't even see him until the dinner party scene. Yeah, it's like, I would, I, of course I wouldn't mind the fact that he's having this relationship with the Doctor, but it's not established at any point that he's even questioning his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's not It's not thinking that he's questioning it, it's not thinking that they have this kind of relationship with each other where he begins to grow feelings. Like it's, it's nothing, it just literally comes from nowhere. And it's there, and then it's done. Done, yeah. It's like, the Doctor's there, and then... <laughs> I mean, the daughter says that you're not my, you're not my mummy. It's like it's when they're getting frisky with one another. Was it? Oh no, it was the no. That was the him and the secretary. Uh, was it? I thought. Yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't a doctor. He, it, the the kid did call him out when the the dad and the doctor were kissing in the kitchen, but it didn't say you're not my mummy. Said were something doing more than kissing. Honestly, man. To be fair. <laughs> To be fair, if I was to meet someone with the double-decker dump truck dummy thick ass that this dad has. You'd be all over that? Is that what you're saying? Like flies on shit. You'd be all over that? (laughs) You'd be all over that? It was so funny because when we were watching it, me and Cal, like, there's a scene when he gets out of the shower and both of us at the same time just went, whoa. Whoa. Because <laughs> he's got that huge yeah, ass. Donge doll that fucking hit the ground and everything. Yeah, I had to, like, pull my sunglasses down and do, 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 do. Oh, yeah, I do. Bow, oh, bow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just started sweating. Um, <laughs> Never sweating. <laughs> so. Eyebrows yeah, raised. It's just like. Really, it just this kind of just shows that he, of course, is a, a bisexual character, but it comes from absolutely nowhere. It's not established. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of thrown in like everything else in the movie. It's just like the the director just had a checklist of everything that he wanted, but then he couldn't be bothered connecting the dots between. Okay, this man's bisexual. He's with his wife, he's wanting to cheat on his secretary, but he's also got this relationship with the doctor. And if this was a better writer and a better director, this could have been done extremely well. 
Yeah, it could have been a, a, ve- a very good conflict. But see if they focused on something like that instead of, like, the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It probably would have worked. Probably. Because then you would have seen his relationship with, a, with the Doctor and the relationship with the Secretary only for them then to be killed. And then it has more of an impact because you you have seen their relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I do. But yeah. It, it literally seems like it's thrown in just because he was like, oh, and uh, he's also bisexual. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Was, he was doing a... Uh, but one of the things was like, we'll throw that in. Oh, that's a good idea. We'll throw that in as well. We'll throw that in. We'll throw that in. We'll, we'll throw this in as well. Do we have time for this? <laughs> do we have time? Do we have time to add all these 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 in? Um, yeah, we could add them in. So they add them in, and then you sort of right, perfect guys. We added them in. So now we need to just reshoot them a, cu- a couple more times, add in a little bit of details, and then it should be perfect. And then the director's like, "Oh, it came out today." <laughs> and it was just like, wait, wait a minute. Oh, no, I was I was about to do something there, but I realised it's all like my dad's papers, so I was about to throw them over the room so you could hear it. Oh, but, right. Um, I they, they, they literally <laughs> just went like that. Um, so, do we have enough time to establish a really strong relationship between this man and show the conflict between him, his own sexuality, and all the the spooky things that are happening in the house? No, we don't. Why is that? Because we had like 40 minutes of impressions and bullshit. Alright then. Just give me my paycheck and I'll just get you a fucking lump of shit out of here. <laughs> Please tell me you have nine people die in the film. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get fucking railed if nine people aren't dead. Yep. Nine people dead? Yep. Right, perfect. That's all we need. Yep. It's, there's it's, another yep. check off the list. Yeah, there's another one gone. There we go. What a fucking absolute shambles at this, this rate, I'm, at this rate I'm going to be owning this house <laughs> <laughs> he probably already does yeah it wouldn't surprise me um, so enough of that um, and it's not really established that as because at the start he is a very loving husband and uh, father and it kind of obviously it's eight years later and then he's cheating on his wife but is it supposed to be that it's been happening because of the house. It's like he's fallen into the same trap as the last owner because that happened. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, part of me does think it's to do with uh, the house itself because it's all haunted and stuff. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. I think it's more or less the influence of the the ghost that... I'm trying to think. The, the one who was pregnant had black robes on, didn't you? Yeah. And the the one the the one who was just there having sex with the husband had the white robes on. Alright, okay, because and I know as the black as the black clothed one that helps the child. Yeah, it's just the black one. So I'm thinking the white one is the mistress. The, yeah, is the yeah, the mistress, she's like the one causing all the oh, well, all the horniness. Yeah, that this is this is a proper horn house, man. As, um, yeah, because the the kind of black ghost is haunting the child more, mm-hmm. and the wife, whereas the white ghost is haunting the husband. Yeah. So I maybe maybe that's maybe that is what they were trying to go for. I think it is because it only goes for him. 
Yeah. I think it, yeah. And I, believe, I believe that is what um, gets rid of him in the end. The doctor, after he shows up and gives something to the husband, the husband grabs him, gives him a kiss, very passionate kiss, um, <laughs> he slaps in the ass, and... Uh, Chris squeeze. Uh, yep. And then he goes into his car, and then it's like something flies towards his car, and he does, he does the turn, it puts both hands up and goes, ah! Like, it's fucking terribly acting, it's hilarious, it's not a start, it sounds, I'm pretty sure it has the sound effect of a car hitting him. Yeah. But he's in a driveway. The the scene reminded me of, you watched the car, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when the car flies through the woman's house? I think so, yeah. And it just cuts to like, her face screaming and then the screen goes red and then it cuts away yeah it, it reminded me of that that's what it reminded me of I have never seen a scene do you know how you usually have an actor in a green screen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it seemed like they green screened in the actor do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah the, the green screen had a green screen <laughs> <laughs> just because it wanted to be anywhere else <laughs> yeah anywhere else apart from that movie um, so the doctor is hit by the ghost car, and the father goes a bit mental. His female mistress is drowned in a car mm-hmm. with a hose. Which did have potential, but then they ruined it. Yeah, it's not actually a hose, but you can really tell someone in the back seat with a hose. Mm-hmm. And there's like loads of water pouring out the car, and it's a really kind of, it's a really good potential scene. And again, it would have so much more impact if a lot more time was established into the father's relationship with both of these characters. Yeah. Um. But no, it's, it's they're thrown in and then killed off, and then we're supposed to just believe how upset he is because he grew to love both of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's it's clearly somebody in the back seat with a fucking hose, and the car begins to half fill up, I think, and then it just cuts and she's dead because well, they couldn't because they couldn't fill up the car. But they only fill it they fill it less than halfway, and then that's when it, she opens her mouth and water sprays out of her mouth. <laughs> just oh, I have completely forgot forget, about that. But- uh, that's when you laughed and went, you can clearly see that there's a hose, like, at the side. It's one of those things where it tells you how they, like, spray, like, blood or vomit in, like, B-movies, where it's just, like, somebody with a uh, a hose at the side just spraying it out. Mm-hmm. But it was supposed to be, like, that was your scary scene. It's really um, bad. So, yeah, and then the husband absolutely loses his shit. He talks about how much he loved these people, how distraught he is. He knocks over a drum... Screams a little, and the detective shows up at the door, and then he's like, hello. Like, fine again. Detective talks about how um, how he's, uh, how the two people kind of around him is dead. He takes him to the station, and then you don't well, get they, to see the station. The The woman who died, who drowned in the car, was still in his driveway. Yes, that is true. Uh, I wonder where the doctor went, though. He knocks on his door and goes, uh, you do know that there's a woman dead in your driveway, right? You do know like, that? Yep, yep, I know that. Um, yeah, so he takes him to the station for questioning. It doesn't show you that because it wants to make sure that it shows you like Daryl's impressions and the mm-hmm. view. And budget, obviously. 
Heaven um, forbid they need to do another scene in the police station. Heaven forbid they shoot anywhere else. I know, heaven forbid. The father is eventually killed. He is drowned in the sink and dragged away. The mother finds out of his infidelity and um, decides she wants to move away from the house to get a fresh start. There's fucking a mountain of bodies behind her. Clearly, there actually isn't. I'm just, I'm just being hyperbolic. Yep. Um, there's, there, it is literally a graveyard, and there is nine to ten bodies in this house, including her husband. And she moves away, and then there's like another really weird scene where Daryl is apparently possessed. He's like a conduit for one of the spirits, but it's not established who he is. Yeah, it doesn't establish who it is. It's just like they should it's... fucking added it in. Again, it's another thing they just went, yep, check that off the list, somebody's possessed. Because they did yeah. it in um, Insidious. Because there is a scene where he's just sitting on the... I bet the ghost... The, the, the... Whoever possessed Daryl is having a conversation with the other ghost on the, the rocking chair outside, remember? Yeah. Is it not two other ghosts? Uh, I don't know. Assuming that that means he's not one of the female ghosts. That's what I was thinking. I thought that was the one who pos- either one of them possessed Daryl and the other one was just sitting on the chair and they were like talking. <laughs> Cam, it's almost like it doesn't fucking make sense and it's just a, a, a I know. fortune pile of I know. bullshit. I know. So, How dare you say that about this film? It's a classic. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to take a glove off and challenge me to a duel? Yeah. Just, ah, you sir. How dare you say this about my movie? Just throw you in a pool and hope for the best. <laughs> just, <laughs> it just cuts and I'm drowned instantly. <laughs> yeah. They, could, they couldn't figure out how to like keep it on me. Um that that is a, the synopsis of the movie. We will just quickly go into our rating system and do the kind of last minute thoughts of the movie. I have quite a lot to say about right. this, but I would like you, my lovely co-host, to go first. Uh, for, I will say, quickly before we start, anyone that hasn't listened to any of the other episodes, we do not do one out of ten. We do either a good or a bad rating. The good rating being, did the movie bewitch us? The bad rating being, does the movie need buried? We then give our last minute thoughts and a particularly memorable scene. We'll say that. Right. On you go. Uh, so, for me... You'd be surprised to to hear Don. Uh, for me, this movie needs buried. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were going to throw a curveball in. I know. I I, I was I was like hinting towards it, but I wasn't really. Uh, so I feel like this movie needs buried. Um, it's it's a funny movie to watch, but I don't think the film intends to be funny. Um. There's so many unnecessary scenes, parts where I'm left confused and like, why, why did you need that? There wasn't any need for the scene to be here, and just other things. I just feel like it was scenes just to be added on a whim. So, oh, we need this, 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 we need this. Oh, we need to make up the one hour and thirty minute mark. So we, need, so we just need as many scenes as possible, no matter how pointless they are. Uh acting, as far as acting goes a lot of the acting was pretty bad uh, for me the only good actor in that 
in this movie was Darrow and the little girl. That was it. You think the little girl was a good actor? I thought she was, she was a lot better than half of those other characters. Yeah, because she only had to be in it for half the movie. Oh yeah, she had to just sit in her bed and that would be it. <laughs> but even the scenes where she's kind of acting like she's possessed. Yeah, she's alright. She's alright. A lot better than what the other ones would do. Uh, Daryl was fine. My favourite scene probably is when Daryl does the Arnold impression. <laughs> <laughs> just for no fucking reason for no reason as he's watering plants uh, it's just fantastic and I, th- I think that's pretty much all I want to say um, which I think of other scenes that stands out to me there, there is a the scene um, the water scene was pretty good I will give it that when she drowns in the car the could have been so much potential for that, and they sort of ruined it. And I'd also, as you as you said, Don, when while we were watching it, the the lighting was kind of good. Yeah, with the eerie lights and that kind of near the end. I will give it that. That was kind of good, and that was kind of the only other positive things that were going for it. So yeah, that's that's my my review for it. Right now, it's my fucking character assassination that I'm about to do on this movie. All right, okay, let me hear it. This movie needs buried. It needs covered in fucking a pile of cement. And like anyone that's lis- anyone that's listening to this review, if you're in the house and you've got nothing to do today, to, uh, to to, if you've so, got nothing to do today, play a drinking game for every time I said fucking in this review, including that one. This movie feels it has the production value, the acting skill, and just everything of a cheap porno. The, the the production value for when this came out, and clearly, the person that made this movie, uh, Philip, has money. He has money. They have either rented or bought this house. They have enough money to put some production value in it. They just didn't. Because they wanted to focus on other things. And it gives it this feel of the... If you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever seen that kind of meme of the the kind of porn video where it's like the woman shows up in the the lifeguard outfit and she's like, "I see you haven't got uh, any armbands for this beach." And it's like, "I'm not in the beach, lady. This is a bathtub." Have you ever seen that? No, I've not seen that. <laughs> I'll send you after this. It, it is genuinely the feel of that. It's like, and then she like stands up and goes, "Oh, there's a shark in the water," but in this it would be. Uh, <laughs> There's a dead bitch in the water. <laughs> dead bitch. Um, <laughs> the, there is multiple drawn out, completely pointless sex scenes mm-hmm. yep. for no reason other than the fact of swinging dick, in my opinion. It literally just feels like Philip wanted to make a porno but didn't have the balls to carry out. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I would rather him just go whole hog and just make a fool porno, whether that be I'm not even going to get any of the categories that this movie could fulfil <laughs> um, Daryl is my favourite character in this whole movie, he is a delight every single time he's on screen mm-hmm, he is. a lot of his scenes are completely pointless which annoys me a wee bit, but he is the, the light at the end of the tunnel for this movie, it just breaks it up a wee bit his impressions make me laugh make me smile, they're dumb 
but and technically they shouldn't be in the movie but I'm kind of glad they are because it gives a wee bit of levity to the severe tension headache this movie gave me the editing is the thing that probably infuriated me the most about this movie it is edited like they had a real film and then they just attacked it with a pair of scissors on a bumpy car ride do you know what I mean Mm-hmm. it yeah. seems like they were going off road and just attacked it, not even with scissors actually I'm going to go so far to say they attacked it with a machete a machete, just and, a chainsaw and then just like threw, then did 52 card pick up with all the scenes and went oh just mash them all together and see what the fuck we get Um, it's terribly written, it's terribly storyboarded, it's terribly acted it's terribly um edited everything about this movie is hot fucking garbage apart from Daryl, of course, and the priest. And the priest, yeah. Can't um, forget the priest. The crucial crucial character details are left out and subsidised with things that do not matter. They they have they they add nothing to the story. Absolutely fucking nothing. Any character details, like we mentioned earlier, that we wanted to see any character relationships, any character building, anything. This movie is clearly based on character and scares. Mm-hmm. The scares are a new level of horse shit. It makes it makes the turning look like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I suppose. I um, don't know. It's it's just it's completely like as I said earlier, see if they took a lot more time to establish the relationship between the doctor, the husband and the secretary and this kind of relationship between him cheating on his wife, why he's doing that or if they're going to go down the route of it's the kind of shining scenario where the house has an effect mm-hmm. uh, and kind of causes people to relive the past uh, then take more time and care into that. Yeah. But personally, I would like to see that the house is only kind of coaxing him on, but this is really what he wants. I mean, have scenes where he's questioning his relationship with his wife and then starting to question his sexuality and then then add some kind of supernatural element onto the back of it where his wife is almost driving him away by being determined that this house is haunted and he's just like going to like eventually just starting to go like shut up I need to work and then they start to grow apart because of that giving him the opportunity to then move to uh, infidelity I feel like every I feel like that's been done to death though I know but look at it this way this is what the movie was going for uh-huh. It was going for that kind of scenario. It, it is a mishmash. It's a it's a, a B movie version of paranormal activity, horror, paranormal activity uh, and insidious. I would say. I felt, I'm sorry, right? I'm not saying this just for the memes. I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I did paranormal activity. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's a I'm, fucking bold statement. I'm serious. I fucking hate paranormal activity, man. I hate it so much. I hate um, it. My last, my last thoughts are that again it has the feeling of some kind of cheap porno, but it also has a feeling of another thing. It has a feeling of a YouTuber movie. 
where a person has some kind of expensive house or expensive objects that they can't find an excuse to show off so they throw money at a movie and give it an excuse to show the house off and it almost has this air of we'll do that I could make a movie with no experience do you know what I mean yeah you're probably right to be honest this movie should I think you're right you shouldn't have charged this movie. This movie should have been free on YouTube. And even at that, <laughs> should have just... No. <laughs> I'm surprised... No. I'm surprised there isn't any DVD copies of it. Of it. Cal, probably I couldn't is. find any information about this movie. I'd imagine if they did make DVDs, they'd probably start zip-tying it to like, new movies that came out, so you get that for free. I literally... <laughs> <laughs> it's like that thing where they just like add, add it in like a, a magazine. Yeah, well, they did that with uh, Fallout 74. It was so bad, eventually companies were like that, zip-tying it to consoles so you'd get the game for nothing. And really? That, they, just, they just wanted to get rid of it, yeah. The, ga- uh, the game and that, they just wanted to get rid of it. They it's definitely it. because do you know what I imagine you saying that now? I guarantee, I, like, I imagine that they, they dig up the hole where the E.T. Atari games are in the desert and then just mm-hmm. throw the copies of the water in. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, scoot that over. We've got another, like... Non biodegradable, non biodegradable heap of shit. But yeah, that that is my last minute thoughts. And he's buried anyone if you want a, if you want a funny time, if you're over eighteen and and uh, you've got like an afternoon to kill, stick the movie on, get drunk, and just watch the complete garbage fire that this movie is. Yeah, Don says all this, but he texts me the other day saying he loved it. And- yep. That's it. And so what he's saying right now is still a lie. And I told you it's only it's only because of that uh, that fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that got me through the movie. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, oh god, you know fantastic you, movie. You know, fuck off. You know <laughs> usually, you have like this feeling of like <clears throat> relief after you get something traumatic off your chest. Mm-hmm. I feel heavier. But right now, yeah, I feel great now. Well, you feel you feel like you've got this this uh, demon off your shoulders. Yeah, I do. You well, must have passed it to me because I am incensed that I even took the time and the money to pay for this. True, right enough. I just said that though. I'm actually needed needing a shit, so maybe the demon's off my shoulders and <laughs> ejecting out of my body. <laughs> so, and do you know? Do you know what you're putting? Said fecal matter into water. Water. Yes. So I think that's time for us to pack up and do a boogie, and mm-hmm. go do anything else. Yeah, well, Calm, I feel for you because you've got to listen to this over and relive this. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be funny. Um, but yeah, you want to say your thank yous and your goodbyes. Yeah. So um, I want to. Thank the Dawn, as always, uh, for taking the time out of his busy day, uh, as well as mine, and to watch that amazing movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (sighs) I want to thank the family uh, and everyone who listens. Uh, Thank you so much for the support, and we really appreciate you guys. 
we just hope that we can offer you something as like an escape from the big bad world and yeah thanks for listening that's all i want to say i just want to also give my thank yous i'm going to flip it on you this week and thank you Gal, for showing up every week and particularly this week for pushing your nap and your food back to speak to me about right. this dog shit oh, um, thanks, and thank thanks. you for being being the better half of this podcast every week oh you're so kind um, I want to thank you everyone that listens and everyone that supports us everyone that engages on any of the social medias anyone that shares it um, anyone anyone that really involves herself in this podcast at all it means the, the world to the both of us I will do my usual shout outs shy.folio for the logo s-h-y-f-o-l-i-o exhumed e-x-x-x-u-m-e-d and instead of plugging his twitter I'm going to plug his twitch so that exact spelling on twitch uh, we are now well we are still with Zapsplat uh, for the, the intro but we have moved to Epidemic Sound for the all the things you heard in the last episode and possibly this episode Mouth Almighty for doing the Vincent Price impression and the people mentioned in the last episode for doing any artwork for us um, and I hope this was just a wee kind of how long is this recording say an hour and a bit if even of just having a laugh with us uh, getting really mad at a movie <laughs> uh, yeah these reviews are particularly I don't really know what I could say my favourite type of review is when like like the, I was really happy with last week's episode um, the way that was structured but I kind of also like just getting let off the lead and just going mental yeah I feel like uh, these sort of movies going mental and going everywhere is the way to go yeah because they they put no effort in structure on something so why should we <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Um. So. Oh wait, we've got we've got one we've got one more thing to say before we go. And, oh yeah. And 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 the words of the new family that moved into the house after yeah. the movie. Just remember, the, the pool, pool is, is to, to die, die for. for. Only. Jesus Christ. I'm leaving that in. Are you? No. Um, it's going to be interesting listening to this back. Calum, <laughs> <laughs> you should hear what I've done in the last... Obviously, like, delete all this out, but, like, in the last episode, there's a part where you stretch, mm-hmm. and I, like, echoed it, turned the pitch all the way up, and reversed it, so you go, <laughs> for no reason. Did you keep that in? <laughs> it was so funny. Was it that, was that halfway through or near the end? It was near the end. <laughs> um, That's funny. Okay, back to the thing. Have you died from fright? If not, thank you for listening. And we hope to spook you soon.